When I was just a kid, I had a grandfather who loved to scare us grandkids. If we were watching a scary movie on television, he'd quietly sneak up on us from the shadows. If I asked him a question, he'd sort of tilt his head down and recite the words from this old spooky radio show that he used to listen to years earlier. (laughs) Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men. (laughs) The shadow knows. Have you ever been frightened by your own shadow? Or entered a shadowy room and thought you saw something that made you jump? In this episode of Rags of Light, we'll discover that there just might be something very good within the shadow side of our lives. In fact, you can't have a shadow without light. This is called Whose Hand Are You Holding? I'm Mark Giuliano, and you're listening to Rags of Light, where ordinary people's extraordinary stories help light the way. Shoulder to shoulder, I know we'll find a way. Shoulder to shoulder, we'll build a better day. And I don't know about tomorrow, and I don't know about today. But in the deep of the darkest night, oh Lord, I know you'll light, I know you'll light the way. Spiritually speaking, young Christy was clearly a precocious kid. At seven years of age, she already knew something that would take many of us a lifetime to grasp, myself included. She may not have understood it, but she knew it. It was Sunday evening. Our little church's Bible study had just wrapped up and folks were mingling about in the warmth of the vestibule, talking about the busy week ahead as they wrapped warm scarves around their necks, zipped into their parkas, and pulled their Canadian wool toques down over their ears. Someone nearer to the door groaned, Will you look at how cold it looks out there tonight? Everyone crowded around the door's frosted windows. All seemed clear and crisp. The afternoon snow had finally stopped falling, and now the white powder flakes that drifted onto rooftops and over driveways sparkled like the crystals that they were beneath the moonlit sky. The wind was still blowing, though. It would burn on their faces as they made their way to their homes, and the hard-packed roads were now covered again with a deep blanket of fresh-fallen snow. The plows wouldn't be by to clear the streets of their tiny village until morning. And so they braced themselves for the chilly walk home, a tromp through the lairs and drifts of snow outside. It was a bitterly cold February evening in the Ottawa Valley and in the small town where I was a student pastor. As Christy and her mother stepped out into the night, the brisk air immediately confronted them. Christy didn't complain at first. 
She was too fascinated by the steamy breath she blew out of her mouth. Look, Mom, I'm smoking, she pretended to act like some of the grown-ups she had seen around town. Let's hope that's the only way you ever smoke, kiddo, her mother growled a friendly but stern warning. Let's get moving. We've got a long walk home. The longer they walked, the more Christy whimpered. My hands are cold, she quite rightfully whined to her mother about the sub-zero night. I can't feel my toes. I've got an idea, Christy's mother offered. Why don't we hold hands and sing some of the songs that we learned at church today? As Christy and her mother trudged through the snow holding hands and singing songs like a tiny church of two, their spirits were lifted immediately. Christy's mitted hand in her mother's gloved one swinging their arms back and forth to the sweet melodies of the songs of their faith, the angels sang. At one point, Mum looked down and noticed the shadows that their moonlit bodies were casting in the snow along the side of the road. Apparently, Christy had noticed, too. Her free hand was stretched out into the shadows. Christy, Whose hand are you holding over there? Her mother playfully teased. Christy was surprised by her mother's question, though, as if she believed that Mum should know better. She should know whose hand she was holding. Christy stopped, put her hands on her hips, as she had no doubt seen her mother do many times over, mustered up some faux indignation and declared, Mum, I'm holding God's hand. It was over thirty years ago that Christy reached into the shadows and imagined that God's hand might be reaching back for her. I cherish her story and am ever thankful that her mother shared it with me. Throughout the years, Christy's story has been a reminder to me that children are often much more spiritually connected than we give them credit for. In fact, they may be more spiritually tuned in than even ourselves. But even more so, Christie's story has been a consummate reminder to me that when we dare to reach into the shadow side of our lives, we often find the very gracious and benevolent hand of God reaching back for us. Many times over, I've found myself lost in the shadows of my own anxiety, melancholy, and even depression, feeling isolated and alone. The darkness surrounds me, and my burden feels heavy. It's then that I remind myself to reach out for Christie's God, the one who dwells with us in the shadows the one who has made a home within the darkness of this world, the one who said, Come to me, all you who are weary and carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. He said, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. More times than I can count, as a pastor and as a friend, 
I've walked with others during their shadow times, too. At the hospital, in the pre-dawn hours of the shadowy morning as folks prepare for life-and-death surgeries, around the kitchen table as individuals and couples struggle with job insecurity, marriage, and family troubles, and especially at times of death. Before funerals, I often gather families and friends in a circle, hands joined together, and share with them Christie's story. I tell them the story of a little girl who dared to reach into the shadow, knowing that God's hand was reaching back. It's a beautiful reminder, a way marker for us along the journey of getting the dead where they need to go and the living where they need to be. As we join our hands and sing our hymns, just as Christy and her mother did that icy, cold winter night, we remember God is here, especially here in the valley of the shadow of death. It was just a few years after I left that student church that I stumbled upon the words of the wise prophet Isaiah, who said that God has our very names engraved in the palm of God's hands. Immediately I thought back to Christy. It seemed to me that she knew instinctively what Isaiah had promised so long ago, that a God who loves us enough to carve our names into the soft flesh of the hand's palm would also love us enough to reach out to us from the shadows of our sorrow and disappointment, the shadows of our cold winter nights. I imagine that Christy would be almost 40 years old now. I imagine, too, that she has had to reach into the shadows of her own life many times over, searching for God's hand to hold her, to comfort her, to bless her with hope and with the confidence of her faith. I imagine, too, that she now understands what, at just seven years of age, she already knew. God is with us in the shadows. Thank you, Christy. Hey everybody, Mark Giuliano here. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Rags of Light. If you did, please subscribe to our podcast, share it with a friend or family member, or someone who might need just a little inspiration today. Rags of Light, where ordinary people's extraordinary stories help light the way. Shoulder to shoulder, I know we'll find a way. Shoulder to shoulder, we'll build a better day. And I don't know about tomorrow, and I don't know about today. But in the deep of the darkest night, oh Lord, I know you'll